This episode is sponsored by Milk and Honey. Milk and Honey began as a luxury day spa in Austin, Texas, and has since grown to include eight locations across Texas and Los Angeles, California, as well as a line of bath, body, and skincare born from the spa. Milk and Honey sources and uses the safest possible ingredients in both their spa treatments and product lines, which means both choosing organic and making thoughtful, informed choices on safe ingredients. I recently went to their Brentwood location to treat myself to a spa day. In addition to having a wonderful and deeply therapeutic massage, I really appreciated how peaceful and relaxing the spa environment is. The lounge that is available for guests pre and post treatments felt like a little sanctuary and retreat away from the outside hustle and bustle of LA. We are so excited to now be able to offer our listeners a discount at all milk and honey spas, including both LA locations in Culver City and Brentwood. We are even more excited to partner with them to offer a spa package called the Courageous Wellness Retreat, a 60-minute milk and honey signature massage, which is a Swedish massage tailored to your needs, focusing on relaxation and stress relief combined with body brushing, an exfoliating and detoxifying treatment that uses a natural bristle brush that you get to take home to stimulate your lymph and circulation while also reviving dull skin. And for all our listeners in any location, their online boutique offers products from the milk and honey line and from other top brands, including Osea Malibu, Supergoop, Virtue, Moon Juice, Kula Sun Care, and more. Courageous wellness listeners can enjoy 20% off your next order at milkandhoney.com and 20% off your first spa service at any milk and honey location with code CW podcast, visit milk and to find a location near you. And if you want to try the courageous wellness spa package at a special discounted rate, use the code courageous wellness retreat to redeem. This is not able to be combined with any other discount or promotion. And you can find all this information in our show notes. Welcome to Courageous Wellness. My name is Erica Stein. And I'm Allie French. And this is a podcast about individual journeys within wellness and how to navigate it all. After Allie experienced a cancer diagnosis in her 20s, and Erica went through a sustained 50-pound weight loss and self-love journey, we created a platform to interview real people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices. From physical wellness to emotional and spiritual, we hear courageous stories and focus on why it's important to share them. We are both certified integrative nutrition health coaches and together with our community are learning to live our most purposeful lives by sharing one courageous story at a time. It takes courage to share these journeys and by talking about them, we aim to destigmatize the process. We want you to be your own health advocate, feel educated and informed on the latest in health and wellness and empower you to feel your absolute best. And because we want to bring forth a wide variety of stories, the opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect our own, but we hope the diverse and varied stories will empower you to make the best choices for your own life. So join us as we and our community share our courageous wellness. 
Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Courageous Wellness. We have a great episode for you today with Tanya, who is the founder of Rainbow Mushrooms. And we'll get into her formal intro in just a little bit. But as usual, we're going to do a bit of a catch up and uh, talk about some of the things that we are enjoying right now. Um, Erica, do you want to kick us off? How are you doing? What's new? Exciting? Yes, I'm doing great. I'm obsessed with mushrooms. So I'm really excited for everyone to hear this conversation. And I also just got back from a trip. I went to the central coast of California, all the way up to Northern California and San Francisco. And it was magical. It was just so magical. It was relaxing. I went with my childhood best friend I've known since fourth grade, and it felt like like a sleepover. Like it really felt like we just relaxed and spent so much time in nature and yeah, it was really refreshing. I'm tired. I forgot how exhausting travel is. Cause I haven't done like any, like, you know, outside of Southern California <laughs> travel since before the pandemic. And I'm really tired, but it was so worth it. We went to the Muir Woods. Um, we went to Big Sur. We went to Monterey. We did the whole coast and we did that beautiful California one drive. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd done it before with my husband. I think like right after we got married, we had a work trip to Carmel by the sea, which is really beautiful. And we did the California one drive like seven years ago. So, um, it was fun. It was actually really cute on my personal Instagram page. We, we, I posted, my husband also came on the trip and we took a picture like in the same place in Big Sur that we had taken like seven years ago. And it was like, we were such babies and now we're like grownups is how it felt. Um, it was really nice. It was really refreshing, really relaxing, ate really delicious food, um, found wonderful coffee shops, walked around the city. Yeah. It was just really relaxing. I love Northern California so much. I love the central coast of California. And it's just amazing how this huge state is so different. Like Northern California, central coast could not be more different from Southern California. Yeah. Um, I just love California and I felt really appreciative to have been born here and live here. And I just love it. Um, yeah. So it was really fun, good food, lots of nature, lots of friendship time. Great. It was just so fun. And that you nice. also were traveling. We both traveled to different places, yeah. both with childhood friends too, which is so funny. I did see one of my childhood friends. Yes. Um, but I really saw a ton of family. I went to Denver for the weekend and it's funny because nobody in my family is originally from that area, but so many folks have relocated there. So I was with 15 of my closest, uh, aunts, uncles, cousins, grandma, mom, you know, it was like a big, um, little, it was a big little reunion. It was a mini, mini family reunion, but, um, yeah, it was really lovely. And I, um, my husband and I also did get to see, uh, one of my closest friends who's actually been on the podcast, Nora Resnick. A few years ago, she did an episode with us all about grief and that experience. So if you want to go deep into the archives, you can find that. Um, it was really nice. I've only been to Denver a couple of times. It was a whirlwind. It was just like a long weekend trip, but, um, very, there are very cool spots. I really like Boulder. We went into Boulder for the day. Um, really beautiful. And, uh, good like mountains there. Denver itself is very dry and flat right now and not dissimilar to Southern California too. Um, 
And I know just like us, they've dealt with some pretty rough fires over the last couple of years, um, like the Louisville area. So that was, that was kind of tough to see that. I mean, we get it here all the time, but you know, that dry, dry, it's high desert. Oh, and the altitude was intense. My cousin's like a long distance runner. I don't know how she does it. I guess you adjust pretty quickly when you live there, but, um, but yeah, overall it was really fun. Also good restaurants, good food. Uh, it's a fun, fun town. So that was great. I was super dry though. And this is, this is funny, fun fact. One of our, actually one of our wonderful longtime sponsors, Ned is based in the Boulder area. Um, also a great episode. If anyone wants to go back into the archives and hear Adrian, one of the founders, um, of Ned, the CBD company who they grow all their stuff in Boulder. I mean, in, um, Colorado and, uh, but I was so dry, 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 dry. Like my skin was like insanely dry when I came home that, um, I pulled out a, one of my, one of a new milk and honey product that I hadn't tried yet. And it's the body polish. And let me tell you, it has been transformative. I'm like, why didn't I get on the body polish train sooner? but it is so nice. I'm so moisturized and luxurious. It's sort of, it's a scrub that you use in the shower and it's like a sugar oil scrub and it's like, oh, my legs thanked me. So that's my new favorite milk and honey. One of our also current sponsors who we love. I, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to buy that because same Northern California is really cold. And my, I, my skin was so dry. Like it, my skin is really dry coming home. And so going to add that to my cart. And for our listeners, um, this episode is sponsored by milk and honey. Um, they've been a long time sponsor of this podcast and we love them. I actually recently saw that in, um, Zoe Kravitz's beauty secrets video on Vogue. If you guys watch those, I'm obsessed with those. I'm obsessed with all the Vogue beauty videos. Um, but in Zoe Kravitz beauty secrets, she uses the milk and honey deodorant, which is a cult favorite. It's my like ride or die deodorant product. I've been using it now for years since I like way before they were a sponsor. It was the only non-aluminum deodorant. I use the baking soda free version. But, um, if anybody has transitioned to natural deodorant, you might know it, like it really broke me out. I got like red bumps and it was, um, it wasn't, I, I couldn't commit to aluminum free deodorant cause it wasn't comfortable. And I felt like I smelled, but, um, the milk and honey aluminum free deodorant, the baking soda free version is my favorite. I, I love it. And so I was really, um, it was cool to see it was in Zoe Kravitz's beauty secrets video on Vogue, which again, I love. So courageous wellness listeners can always enjoy 20% off their next milk and honey order at milkandhoney.com. And what's really cool is now milk and honey started as a spa and they have eight locations and you can also save 20% off your first spa service at any milk and honey location. And the code for both of those are CW podcast. And Allie and I both mentioned just now milk and honey specific products, but they carry like everything from Osea Malibu, Virtue, Moon Juice, Super Goop. I love the glow screen. So it's just a great company. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. We're big fans. And as um, Erica mentioned, you can also use our discount code at their spas and they have two locations 
in Southern California, in Culver City and in Brentwood. So um, again, if you want 20% off, use the code CW podcast and hopefully we'll see you there. Yeah. yeah. Should we get to Tanya's intro? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we do have a great episode for you today. And on the podcast, we welcome Tanya Papa Nikolov. Uh, she's a holistic nutritionist, educator, social entrepreneur, wellness leader, and founder of Rainbow Mushrooms. Rainbow is a functional mushroom company on a mission to upgrade humanity with fungi. They believe that our partnership with fungi is vital to the long-term health and harmony of people and the planet. Rainbow creates high-quality, intentional fruiting body mushroom tinctures, all grown and manufactured in Canada. And Rainbow is inspired by a reverence for nature and its healing properties and a desire to reconnect people back to this innate wisdom. In this conversation, Tanya really breaks down the magical world of mushrooms and why we should all be obsessed with them. Tanya's interest in mushrooms started in her early 20s and continued as she used mycotherapy to support herself and her clients. Mushrooms have the incredible ability to support and balance the mind, body, and spirit, and they also clean up our environments and ecosystems at the same time. We have become huge fans of rainbow tinctures, and my personal favorite is the 1111 Mushroom Immunity Blend Tincture that I use in my coffee daily now. And if you subscribe to our newsletter, you saw this yesterday, which is really cool. But Tanya has so graciously offered our listeners a discount to save 15% on their first rainbow order with code courageous 15. And the link to that is in our show notes. So yeah, give it a try. Let us know what you think of this episode and enjoy this conversation with Tanya. We are so excited to offer our listeners a new discount to one of the best probiotic supplements on the market, Seed. If you are a regular listener of the podcast, then you know that Allie and I are both very serious when it comes to the importance of gut health and building a thriving microbiome. I personally have been using Seed for close to a year now and have noticed a big difference in my digestion and bloating. I am devoted to taking Seed every single morning before food and I'm really excited to share their daily symbiotic with our audience. The formulation of the daily symbiotic combines a probiotic and prebiotic, is vegan and gluten-free, and includes 24 clinically studied, naturally occurring strains, not found in yogurt or fermented foods and beverages, and lives up to the highest standards for human and planetary health. Yes, and in addition to being a really reliable probiotic and prebiotic supplement, Seed is committed to creating science-based education for all those that partner with them through accountable advertising at Seed University. This is where we are all committed to not spreading misinformation about health on the internet. Pretty important, right? Also, I personally love their commitment to sustainability with a refill system and all recyclable or biodegradable packaging materials. Erica and I only advertise products that we use and feel are of benefit to us and by extension could be of value to our community as well. If you would like to order Seed Daily Symbiotics to incorporate into your own gut health routine, go to seed.com and use the code COURAGEOUS15 at checkout for 15% off or click on the link in our show notes. This episode is brought to you by Ned. Let's talk about CBD. The CBD market feels really saturated these days, doesn't it? 
It seems like you can get it at any coffee shop or grocery store, and many CBD brands actually source their hemp from industrial hemp farms in China. The brand that we love, and more importantly, the brand that we trust is Ned. Ned produces some of the highest quality CBD available in the world, and Erica and I only partner with brands that we ourselves use. Ned shares third-party lab reports, who farms their products, and their extraction process all right there on their website. Ned is also USDA certified organic with all products extracted from USDA certified organic hemp plants grown by an independent farmer named Jonathan in Peonia, Colorado. How is that for knowing exactly where your CBD comes from? We have both been longtime users of Ned. I rely on the full spectrum hemp oil to help with anxiety and the hormone balance blend has been a game changer as I transitioned off of birth control. And today we want to talk about Ned's new product, which has been in development for over a year, the de-stress blend. I've gone through two bottles since it's come out and I could not be more obsessed with the benefits and the effects. This one-to-one formula of CBD and CBG is made from the world's purest full spectrum hemp and check out these ingredients. CBG is known as the mother of all cannabinoids because of how effective it is at combating anxiety and stress by inhibiting the reuptake of GABA, the neurotransmitter responsible for stress regulation. Ashwagandha is an amazing Ayurvedic adaptogen that enhances your body's resilience to stress. And the delicious taste of this blend is thanks to the botanical infusion of cardamom and cinnamon. Cinnamon is a powerful prebiotic that supports your gut health, a key player in your mental health. And cardamom combats stress by helping reduce your blood pressure and cortisol levels. Also, Ned's quality speaks for itself. The products have over 1,500 five-star reviews, and they work with incredible partners within the medical field like Dr. Carolyn Leaf, Dr. Christian Gonzalez, and Dr. Will Cole, who has been a two-time guest on this podcast. If you'd like to give Ned a try, Courageous Wellness listeners get 15% off Ned products with the code CWPODCAST. Visit helloned.com slash CWPODCAST to get access. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com forward slash CWPODCAST to get 15% off. Thank you, Ned, for sponsoring the show and offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. You can also find a link in our show notes. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Tanya. We have lots that we want to cover with you, and we're really excited to have you on the show. Um, I know Erica's been a big fan for a while, so thanks for joining us. And thank just you to, for having me. Yeah. So honored. Um, just to get started, can you share a little bit with our audience about who you are, um, your maybe your personal background and story, and how that led you to the world of mushrooms and and what you're doing now. For sure. Um, So yeah, thank you so much for having me. Such a pleasure to speak with both of you. And um, my name is Tanya and I'm a holistic nutritionist and the founder and CEO of Rainbow. And I guess my journey, my journey started quite a long, a long time ago, it feels like at this point. Um, And I think it's always easy to look back and notice all the little breadcrumbs and, you know, figure, figure and put sense to, to a path. But it really started as a teenager when I was going through a lot of my own discoveries and trying to find answers to what, 
what was happening for me um, symptomatically. because I had a lot of allergies and digestive issues. And so that kind of like, I would say earlier than my peers, it made me really aware of what I was putting into my body. Grew up in a pretty, in a, in a healthy household for the, I mean, you know, I say that, I say that and I also look back and like, I was eating box cereals and I loved cereal. You know, it was just like the, the, what a lot of, what a lot of people did um, at that point. But my mom, you know, was oriented us towards taking our supplements and, and that kind of thing. So um, that kind of started me, my interest in, in nutrition. And so I decided to study that in university and uh, studied nutritional science and kind of went on a path to you know, thinking I, I might want to be a naturopathic doctor and uh, throughout my 20s kind of had a, a couple of different careers in different fields, which were really pivotal moments for me in developing more of this holistic side of me because bachelor of science is like really intense and really flexes one part of your brain. But I'm, I think, much more of an arts and science person where, um, you know, my career actually like from my bachelor of science went into uh a really cool job in fashion but that actually gave me so much so it worked in fact such a different side of my brain that has allowed me to bring together two parts of of my passion and in, in you know creative and and bringing together a more analytical side um but you know spent a couple of years doing that and just really came back to like my why has always been very clear for my in my life which has been as a child, I was really certain I wanted to help people and um, told that to my parents from a really young age. And that's always just been a clear direction. So I decided to go back to school, studied holistic nutrition, became started working as a practitioner and doing a lot of um, personal chefing and just like really specific um, cooking for people who were healing. And so my focus was really plants and fungi and functional ingredients and using that in a healing setting and showing people how easy it is to make healthy food taste so delicious. Um, so for a while, my work was really taking that, uh, the space of like using food as medicine. And that was really what, what helped me so much on my journey. So like simultaneous to my studies was also my healing journey, which led me to lots of, lots of discoveries throughout the last, like, I guess, 14 years of, you know, everything from food to Eastern studies and yoga and meditation and mindfulness and energy work and, you know, mystical teachings, um, you know, just so many things. Um, and so in, in 2011, I was introduced to fungi for the first time. This is like really pivotal moment. I kind of like describe it as like that moment where you meet a best friend or a loved one when you just never forget it. Um, it was kind of like that. I was at um, I was at this talk, uh, and it was the first time I learned about fungi. And I basically spent the next ten years, like in my forest and in the Canadian forest, learning about foraging and wild foods, and just the wealth of knowledge that some of these more you know traditional um, and ancient cultures have held for our earth and the wellspring of all of these healing plants and fungi that are all around us. And so that was a really big like mind, mind expanding moment. Um, and then, yeah, kind of like had 
some really, really potent experiences with fungi in 2016 and eventually led me to founding the company in 2018. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing your journey and your background with us. I think, you know, I am so fascinated with the world of mushrooms. I think it's so incredible. And I feel our listeners know I'm obsessed with gut health. Like I could talk about the gut for hours and I feel like (laughs) mushrooms is becoming a close second. Like as I explore, as I dig in, I'm just like, wow, this whole network of fungi is out there, you know, that wants to support us. If only we let it, I can get a little, uh, very fairy about it, but I just, I love it. I think it's very special. And so I'd love to just hear you share with us, maybe nerd out together on like why mushrooms, right? Like it, what, like you said, like when you started exploring that world and foraging, what about it kind of sparked this North star in you, right? Where now you're this owner and founder and it's your life. So Um, yeah, just let's start with like, why, what was it? What was that spark? Why mushrooms? And let's dig into it together. Um, I love that. I, I can go really airy fairy if you want me to, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I think I am something that has been really like clear for me in my journey. Um, and what I spent a huge chunk of my twenties doing was getting so clear on my purpose because I felt like I had one and I didn't feel like I was in alignment of that for a lot of my early twenties. And so there was like a big stepping into of what I'm here to do and along. And so like, I just, I love learning and education and, and fungi kind of like offered this world to step into where it was so humbling because you just realize how vast nature is not only nature, but like fungi, fungi alone uh, and, and this beautiful interconnectedness um, and harmony that, you know, is represented in nature. And so it was really like this alchemical process of so many things aligning at the right moment to get me to like, you know, I was sick. I I ended up like burning myself out and getting sick and needing to go to the hospital and going into this um, healing circle. And all all of these things kind of led me to this point where I had to uh, rest and dive into my curiosities, which at the time was fungi and just ordered a bunch of books. And like I was on, I, I was, all I could do was, was rest. And so I explored this curiosity of mine and it was, and it was, it was still there, but it was like really catalyzed in that time for me, which was early 2018. Um, and yeah, like, I mean, it's really, it's like an, it's like having an aha moment for me when I started to learn about fungi, it was like this massive aha moment of, of, of a deep appreciation and awe for what this life form does on our planet how long they've been here they're masters of survival nothing would exist without them they are you know these like underappreciated heroes of nature and they have so much to offer us and 
our planet and really our, you know, for me, it was just this like instant reckoning of this relationship with humans and fungi is, is so crucial and critical to the future of our planet, I feel in so many ways. And, and I think it's just like, because I, I come from, and I love thinking about things from the holistic paradigm, fungi are, are that. And so it was like, yeah, a deep reckoning of like, oh my goodness, this needs to be accessible. This information and education and medicine and products need to be way more accessible. There's so much fear out there. Um, I love educating as well, like part of, you know, a lot of what I used to do with my clients. Um, and so it was just kind of, a a beautiful, I love the beginning of things. Like when you're really just like starting to cultivate something and create something, it's so exciting because it's, there's, it, there's infinite possibility. And yeah, it was just one, it was one of those things. It was an idea that had legs and momentum and just like totally took me on a ride. And I always, you know, always say, and with my like fungi people, there is a common thread of a feeling which is like the fungi choose you and it's really true it is really true because I've never felt I'm a solo founder and I have an incredible team um, but ultimately spent the first like you know year and a half building this by myself having no business background learning as I went but really feeling so supported and when I would speak to uh I was in I was in Peru and I was speaking with uh, a shaman there and she said you know like your what you have your relationship that you have with fungi is is that is your guiding like they are with you they are supporting this with you and, and I've always felt that it's always kind of felt like there is this momentum of not me doing it on my own um, you know and it really isn't because <laughs> there's an amazing crew of people now that support this vision and mission but the beginning it was like it really it really felt like that those times in your life where you know you're on the right path because everything is lining up and magical things are happening and the synchronicities are there and the flow is there so thank you for sharing that as as you were speaking about it you know i think I don't know. Personally, I'm like, I'm going to say I'm a little bit newer to just like the vastness of the mycelium kingdom. <laughs> if that's, you know, like I, and I was sharing with you before we started recording, when we both watched Erica and I both watched the fantastic fungi. Well, actually quick pin. I've always called it fungi until that film where they say fungi. Is that a tomato tomato kind of thing? Like you can pronounce it either way. You could pronounce it either way. Yeah. Like a lot of people in different countries say it different, different ways. Way. Okay. Like in Europe, it's fungi and okay. um, fungi, fungi. Yeah. Fungi, yeah. Too, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, watching, watching <laughs> that film, which is a, a documentary, I think it's on Netflix. Isn't it on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's very accessible, like in the sense that if you knew nothing about it and you watch this, mm -hmm. like as your first sort of, um, kind of dive into the world of, of mushrooms, uh, and, and how you were just explaining too, that there's what I didn't understand is, is, you know, mushrooms are their own sort of thing. Mycelium like are not vegetables and they're not, you know, they're, they're their own kingdom. Can we call it that? Mm -hmm. And, 
And as you were saying, this incredible network um, that our planet like relies on in so many ways beyond even just um, as, you know, we can talk about it singularly from like, you know, how they can benefit our individual health, but just like the plant, the health of the planet and that they've been here for way longer than we have and will continue to probably way after we are. And, um, and just even the relationship with the rest of nature and the communication system with even trees in the forest. And it's just like, it's fascinating. And there's such an intelligence to it that I don't think I ever really understood I understood like some of the benefits, but I didn't understand like as far as supplementing with them, but I didn't understand the why and like the intelligence behind um, this entire world. So thank you for sharing that a little bit, because it's just like the more you learn about it, the more sort of incredible um, you understand that, that this whole world is. And um, yeah. And just like, there's so many kinds too. And I, to be honest, I was this kid who like, I, you know, I'm still this kid. I don't like eating mushrooms. I try them <laughs> almost 36 years old. I try them every single year, at least of my life, all different kinds, anything <laughs> from like, you know, culinary wise, like from portobello to like button mushrooms, I've tried them all. And from textural perspective, like I just have never been able to do it. I'm just going to be honest. Even shiitake. Yeah. All of it. Like I can do sometimes if it's, if it's cooked in something like chopped finely enough, it's a texture thing. It's not a flavor thing. So like if it's flavored with mushrooms, that's fine. Um, but it's just like, if they're big enough, any kind can't do it. But a couple of years ago, when I started understanding some of the health benefits and there are now brands that create tinctures, which we want to go into yours or, um, powder sometimes that you can add into other things. I started using it and I'm a huge proponent of, of using them now and, and all the different sort of varietals that can really support our health for different ways. But, um, I was so happy when it started to take new forms because I just couldn't, I was just like, I I couldn't do that. I couldn't do regular old, like, you know, shrooms. Well, (laughs) Honestly, even as somebody who loves mushrooms, I, I, I need to have them cut, like chopped into smaller pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Texture is pretty huge for a lot of people when it comes to culinary mushrooms. So, um, but if you're like doing, you know, a lion's mane or meitake mushrooms, Mm -hmm. like a pan fried with some coconut aminos or butter or ghee or, or, or an oil, um, and like it crisps up a bit. Yeah. The texture changes and it's just so good. Yeah. I've had dried ones too, almost used like in, in replacing like a bacon texture. And those are actually mm-hmm. pretty good. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, not to digress. I just wanted to ask you because you've also like now are in this world where you decided to kind of follow this connection that you had with them and create products that people can support their health with. I'd love to sh- have you explain to us a little bit about, um, the different, the different types that you use and why, and maybe some of the products that you have created, why you've created them and, and how they really work to support the body and mind Mm -hmm. and all the things that they support, but aspects Mm -hmm. of our health. Totally. 
So one thing I think it might be a good uh, distinction for for the audience here is just in like really what the difference is between a mushroom versus mycelium versus fungi, um, just because it's it's uh, it's one of the differentiating features of our products with Rainbow, but also just so that they like can have a visual understanding if they maybe haven't seen Fantastic Fungi. Um, but basically, so fungi are this this massive classification of the kingdom, like you mentioned. And then within fungi, we have mycelium. And these are basically the building blocks, this root layer, like, you know, cell thick, really almost invisible to the naked eye of these single cells that make up the root structure of the, fu of the fungus. So this is all growing underneath our feet in every, everywhere in nature, um, in extreme temperatures all over the globe is this mycelium network. And you can kind of think about it like the nervous system of our planet. So this is this like mycelial highway that's transporting nutrients and communication and whatnot between cells and, and fungi and you know the whole ecosystem. And then what you have from that are what sprout out out of the ground, which are mushrooms. And those are what we see walking in the forest or you know on a hike. And those are a mushroom is really just the reproductive structure of the fungus, of the mycelium. So it's coming up with the sole intention of spreading its spores and dispersing via like crazy winds that they can generate and, you know, using animals as vectors and humans as vectors in the wind. Um, so, so yeah, that's kind of the purpose of, of the mushroom. So there are various products on the market that are just made from mycelium versus others um, others like mushroom products that are actually made from mushrooms. Um, and so in the clinical, in, in, in the research that, you know, we have available to us, there's tons and tons of literature on um, how mushrooms are working in the body for a various set of functions, which we can get into. But a lot of that slash like, you know, 95% of that research is all based on the fruiting body part of part of that mushroom. So it's like the real mushroom. Um, you can't really call mycelium mushroom because it's mycelium. Uh, and so, and that's really the basis of a lot of what we what we see in, in traditional Chinese medicine as well, which is where a lot of this practice and a lot of our knowledge comes from, from thousands of years ago, um, from these, you know, ancient uh, uh, materia medicas. So these, these books with, you know, healing, the healing uh, uses of plants and mushrooms. Um, so I wanted to make that differentiation. One of the key pieces with rainbow and our mushrooms and something I was really excited about from the get-go was um, Canadian sourcing our mushrooms locally in Canada so that we could have a relationship with our growers and visit the mushrooms and whatnot. Um, and then also that we're using fruiting body. So there's, you know, we use mycelium for one of the old growth mushrooms, agaricon, which is a, a really rare mushroom that you wouldn't, we, A, would be so unsustainable and dangerous to harvest it from nature. And so we do culture that, we grow that into mycelium. It's a really hard conch, like it would take 30, 40 years to grow to fruiting body. So the mycelium for that are still show potent enzymes and powerful compounds, but everything else is, is fruiting body, which we like to use as a kind of a differentiating factor for our products. Um, and so to get into 
the actual mushrooms themselves and some of the you know our our products are all extracts so that that means it's a, a liquid a tincture um, tincture means basically that it's uh, the mushrooms have been duly extracted by water and ethanol or alcohol um, and that's just to make sure that we're getting all the water soluble compounds and the fat soluble compounds so that we're accessing everything we can from that mushroom and the mushrooms do need to be extracted because they have really tough chitin membranes which lock all of the compounds in and chitin is indigestible to the human body so all mushrooms actually do need a heat source so you shouldn't be consuming culinary mushrooms raw they should be they should be cooked and similar with you know a functional mushroom product you want to have an, an extracted product um, and i was really keen on on the liquid extractions because they're so bioavailable high absorption rate that starts in the stomach don't need to take them with food like they're just kind of instantly accessible to the body and the alcohol is really low in them but that also helps with um, the delivery in the body and so we have our first product, which is our hero, excuse me, our hero product, 1111, which is a blend of 11 medicinal mushrooms. And that, um, that one is, I mean, it's an overall immunity blend. And that one was really created because I was very excited about the concept of synergy and this, this beautiful con concept in herbal medicine where uh, compounds work together to create um, a greater effect than the sum of the individual parts. So it's not like one plus one plus one, this cumulative effect. It's actually like, you know, exponential, exponentially more powerful when the mushrooms are combined together. Um, and so 1111 is going to be great for like whole body resilience. Um, we have people, I mean, it, it can act at energizing for some of our customers, but really like, the, the main purpose of 1111 is that immune support. Um, and I mean, there's lion's mane, which is a hugely popular mushroom right now. Everybody loves lion's mane. Um, that's kind of known as this brain powered mushroom. Um, and it has two really powerful compounds that are being studied to a great deal right now. And with a lot of excitement for the cognitive enhancement and protection aspects of there's some really great studies that are showing that it may be neuroprotective for dementia, Alzheimer's, especially like the early onset of those things. And of course, and always, if we start, you know, taking the preventative um, approach to our health, like, which is really what so much of what we try to do and educate with around rainbow is really setting, setting the body up for longevity in our 20s and 30s and 40s, um, so that we can like move through the rest of our lives with really great habits and with a focus on our health. Um, there's reishi, which is a per my personal favorite mushroom um, and that it's a powerful adaptogenic mushroom. This is kind of, she is known as the queen of medicinal mushrooms. And this is the mushroom that I actually experienced in therapeutic doses when, in 2016, which is really like when I really realized the power of these mushrooms on a therapeutic level for what I was trying to heal. Um, and so this is, you know, in, in traditional Chinese medicine, it's known as this spirit mushroom. So it nourishes the Shen or the spirit of the human. It's like 
of course, yeah, we don't really have the exact translations in in um, our culture, but but it's really this um, this mushroom that adds to like the spiritual potency of 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 you, and and so it has you know I think I, I think everybody needs to be on this mushroom just because of how stressed we all are, and we all need more adaptogenic and adrenal support. And it's like really great for our ability to relax and just chill out. Um, it can be useful for some with some sleep issues. Um, there's cordyceps, which is kind of, you know, known as this endurance mushroom and has been shown to increase cellular ATP, which is the molecule in our cells that energizes us and that gives us energy. So there's some, some great studies that are showing um, that it can increase the aerobic capacity of athletes this is kind of a popular one for endurance and um you know people can use it pre-exercise um i've been yeah using it pre and post but um and then we have two other mushrooms chaga which is kind of this king of medicinal mushrooms really really powerful antioxidants um a lot of incredible uses of this mushroom um for chronic conditions and diseases and you can brew this into a a potent tea. Um, but if you're brewing the tea, you're not actually getting all the really powerful triterpenes. And so this, I really recommend taking in a dual extract form. Um, and this is, yeah, an amazing mushroom for the fall and winter. And just anytime you feel like you're coming down with something and you need to like blast it off, um, has a really high antioxidant level. One of the highest antioxidant foods, um, that we, that we have available to us. And then there's turkey tail, another really powerful immune mushroom um, that is really widely regarded by doctors as well, actually, um, like, you know, traditional doctors that give it to their patients for an array of immune conditions. Um, also has some prebiotic kind of properties where it can feed some of the good bacteria in our gut. Um, that's kind of high level how we look at all of the mushrooms. So interesting. Thank you for sharing all of that with us. This episode is brought to you by BASE. Ever wanted to figure out why you are feeling sluggish or bloated or what's really up with your stress levels or why you never feel truly rested? With BASE at-home blood work kits, a simple finger prick or saliva sample makes it easy to find out the answers to common health concerns. Whether you know which tests you want to get started with or you need some guidance, BASE's proprietary assessment quiz makes it easy to begin your health journey empowered with an understanding of your own body. Members can measure, understand, and improve their health levels related to the five most common areas of health concerns, diet, stress, energy, sleep, and sex drive. The result of your hormone, vitamin, or nutrient tests are delivered to you through BASE's app and come with personalized recommendations, including lifestyle changes, supplement suggestions, and more. We both had the opportunity to try BASE and we love having the information at our fingertips and really recommend it as a resource. You know, we are huge proponents of advocating for your own health and BASE gives you a baseline information about yourself just to make it easier. Pricing starts at $59.95 per month or quarterly, or you can start with BASE Complete, which are eight tests up front for $4.50. We are happy to be able to offer our listeners 20% off with the code CWPODCAST. 
To get started, take the base quiz, which will give you a recommendation for a personalized testing plan. Visit get-base.com slash CW podcast to receive 20% off with code CW podcast at checkout. You can also find the direct link to the quiz in our show notes. This episode is sponsored by Sprout Living. We are very excited to share all about our favorite new plant-based protein powders by Sprout Living. Sprout Living is delicious, and we really appreciate the nourishing quality ingredients. Sprout Living protein powders are all USDA organic, vegan, grain-free, soy-free, gluten-free, nut-free, kosher, and non-GMO with a pumpkin seed, yellow pea, and sunflower seed protein blend that offers up to 26 grams of plant-based protein and superfoods, herbs, and spices. They offer sample packs so you can try all their delicious flavors, including original chocolate maca, vanilla lucuma, and green kingdom. What makes Sprout Living different from most plant-based powders is that they avoid the unnecessary additives that many others on the market use. That means they don't use any gums, thickeners, or natural flavoring, which isn't really natural at all. Instead, they only use real whole superfoods and adaptogens, which is cool because it makes the blends multifunctional. I love to use the chocolate maca blend with cashew butter, chia seeds, flax milk, frozen blueberries, and spinach to make a decadent smoothie that tastes just like a chocolate shake. If you want to try Sprout Living, you can save 20% off your order by using code CWPODCAST. Visit www.sproutliving.com and use code CWPODCAST, one word, to save 20% off. They also offer free shipping and a 100% money-back guarantee. Give them a try and let us know if you love it as much as we do. You can also find direct links in the show notes. I'm drinking um, my iced coffee right now with the 1111 blend in it. (laughs) Um, And it tastes like nothing. So like for people like Allie, especially if you put it in, you know, a smoothie or um, I'm using my, uh, in my iced coffee, it it doesn't have any taste actually. So it's, it's really nice. And, and yeah, I love it so much. And I love learning about all of the incredible benefits for our beautiful bodies and how it works so well inside of us. I'm curious too, I have, I have two like simple questions before we continue to unpack, but, um, I bought the alcohol free one just cause I was like, Oh, that I'll choose that mm-hmm. one. Is there a difference between, cause I saw that your blends are alcohol free or, um, extracted with alcohol. Is there a difference at all? Or is it just there- preference? It's just preference. Um, so our our alcohol, the alcohol free eleven eleven is still a dual extract, but we evaporate all the ethanol out mm. before we stabilize it with glycerin. So the glycerin is is really just a stabilizing agent and has a yummy taste. Um, and so there's there isn't really a difference. I mean, some might say that because alcohol has um, a, a way of like delivering things quickly in the body. Mm-hmm. There is that added benefit with the, with the regular 1111. Um, but there hasn't been like specific studies that show that. So it's like, it, it, yeah, it's, it's definitely not, um, not something that is like hugely substantial. 
Mm. Um, and like they have the exact same dosage, the same potency, you're getting the exact same thing. It was really just an option for people that are avoiding alcohol for any reason. Yeah. Um, and then my second question too, is cause I love the 11, 11 blend. And so I'm curious, like, can you take too much? Can you have too many mushrooms? I'm because now I'm listening and I'm like, okay, I could start my morning with 11, 11 and <laughs> then add, um, reishi and then add lion's mane. Like those are the other two I think would be really supportive to my personal needs, especially since Alzheimer's runs in my family. I love lion's mane. Um, Mm -hmm. but is that something you recommend like at like kind of layering or just choosing one a day? Like how, what is the method of consuming it? (laughs) It's it's such a good question. And I think there is, we, the, the ultimate answer, which is maybe kind of annoying, but it's just that there is no wrong answer. Um, so the first part, can I consume too much is it depends on the dosage. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're not going to be doing like, you know, 10 grams of each mushroom. Like you're not going to be like putting, you, you know, one little tincture, to- right? Yeah. Like one little we, piece. We, we recommend four to eight of those a day. Mm-hmm. And so what I do is I actually stack my tinctures I use a lot. And similarly, I approach it. I mean, I have the privilege of like having all of them accessible to me. So if you have, if you are, you know, buying a few at this, at the same time, and you want to use it in more of an intuitive way where you're like, "Mm, what do I feel like I need today? Am I feeling a bit more inflamed? And like, I really want some chaga. Am I, did I really not sleep well that last night? And I need cordyceps and lion's mane for that productivity. So it is really nice to work with the mushrooms in that capacity, um, based on your daily needs. And then I just stack up to that, um, up to that eight milliliter mark, which is going to give you a 1.6 gram dosage, which is an excellent daily maintenance dosage. So we're not talking about therapeutic dosing here. Like we always recommend if you do want to do therapeutic dosing, that can range from like four to eight to 10 grams per day. And you want to do that if you have a chronic condition and under the support of your health practitioner, there's somebody to like guide that process with you. Um, so what we're talking about here is this like maintenance dose range, which is that 1.5 to 2.5 grams daily. And some days you might not need 2.5 grams. So it is part of it is just like what we love to encourage is developing that intuitive ability to listen to my body. What do I need today? How can I support myself today? Um, so I would say our mushrooms are designed for that like daily maintenance level dosing. And so you can't really do too much. You can also consume culinary mushrooms at the same time, um, or for dinner or for lunch, and you're not going to get an overload. In fact, it's really hard. Like from, from culinary mushrooms, you're getting a lot of amazing, um, uh, minerals and vitamins and a spectrum of like fiber and even some protein. So there's a lot of amazing nutrients that are coming from them, but you're not actually accessing, um, really substantial amounts of the therapeutic compounds from an oyster or, um, lion's mane at like when you're eating it. Yeah. It's so interesting. Thank you for sharing that. Cause I, yeah, I like, I now want to start layering. (laughs) all the beautiful rainbow products, but yeah, I find this so interesting. I think too, I've been using, um, shiitake mushrooms specifically in capsule form for their immune benefits for 
probably a decade. And my mom also can't take vitamin C. So that's kind of how she was introduced to, Mm. um, immune boosting mushrooms as like a vitamin C alternative. Yeah. But I find it so interesting because, um, I think I read an article once and I know everything is being studied so quickly, but I, I think it was like a quarter size amount of mushrooms per day for women can, um, do leaps and bounds in preventing certain types of cancers. I think especially Mm -hmm. breast cancers, like it was literally like a quarter size, right? Like a quarter size of mushrooms per day can decrease your risk of certain cancers tremendously. Right. And, um, Yeah. 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 And, and just again, like learning about how this beautiful kingdom really wants to support us. Queendom. Exactly. Oh, I love that. Queendom wants to support us and wants to support our bodies and save the environment, right? Like mushrooms are also our key to climate change and saving. I I don't know, like I, I, I'm not as familiar with that, but I remember, um, in the documentary and from some readings I've done, how it can really be used to, um, work together to, Mm -hmm. um, prevent, you know, the climate crisis that we're currently in. So I just think like, I just wanted to thank you so much for sharing all of this with us, because if any of our listeners are new to mushrooms, and this is our first episode where we're really kind of detailing them. I just think it's, it's something to really explore. And like you're saying, intuitively ask yourself because yeah, this queendom can do so much for, for our bodies long-term, especially if we start now, like, I can't imagine where we're all going to be in 30 years after 30 years of mushroom consumption. I know. I just decided recently that I'm like now actively and publicly pursuing, um, becoming a centurion. I'm like, I'm going to go hard on that. Like, I love that. Yeah. I love, I love like the blue zones. Like I'm fascinated by longevity and, um, health span, actually like health span over lifespan Mm -hmm. too, because it's like, you know, I think we've seen some of some of the benefits, I guess, from Western medicine is that we've increased, like we can increase life expectancy, but it's like at what cost too? like, what kind of quality are certain years? Um, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and I, I know that there are, you know, the blue zones I reference sometimes, but there are these communities all around the world where they have the longest lifespan, but also longest health, health span. And, um, I think there's something to be said about that if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that I learned recently that I really liked was like considering that, uh, that piece of lifespan and health span. And just that so many, so many people in our culture start to die like 10 years, 20 years before they actually pass. And so that's what we're kind of talking about when we're saying like making that like a three month process so that we stay as mobile as possible, as healthy as possible and active and mentally, you know, aware as possible. Um, so that, but like life really does go into healthy, healthy living goes into our eighties and nineties, um, which is so possible. And I'm, I'm, I've been really excited about a lot of the longevity and, and biohacking for, for a very long time. But like in my, in my, the past like month, I've been like ordering the blood tests and like really starting to like take a bit more of an analytical approach to it, to optimizing, because I, I think that that is a, a really big key to the future of, 
of medicine and wellness is going to be like the the biomarkers and being able to track them and having these blood tests be so much more accessible and less expensive so that there's, there's no more guesswork for the nutritionists or the doctors. It's like, Oh, well, no, we need to, we know. Yeah. Yeah. We know specifically for you. Yeah. And you mentioned earlier too, we are living in a world, at least sort of like in our culture where, um, the, the stress level is, is unsustainable for Mm -hmm. a lot of people. And, um, you know, we talk about that oftentimes in the context of our nervous system and working with that, but it's like, you know, there are things that we can control and then there's just like the world that we live in and what we're exposed to kind of consistently. And, and so it is, um, you know, it is, it does present different challenges, but you know, I heard this guy being interviewed. I can't remember who it was, but it was in the context of, of this topic. And he was saying like, okay, I think about what does a health span mean to me? And it means like, he was talking about actual practical things. Like at 90, I want to be able to lift my carry on bag over my head and put it in the you know, the carry on compartment in the airplane. Like I want to be able to do that for myself and like kind of breaking down practical aspects of mobility and energy and all of those things. And I was like, oh yeah, like that makes sense because I think often as young people, you know, that's a relative term, but as young people, there can be this, um, sense of like, oh, well, it's just, this is how it is. It's always going to be this way. And I think people, especially if you're young and have experienced health issues of any kind, like, um, I had a cancer diagnosis in my twenties and, and you were talking about some of your, you know, what you are struggling with, with digestion and things like that. I mean, it's not uncommon now for younger people to be dealing with sort of more severe illness in different Mm ways. And so, but there's also this idea of like, you know, being infallible or that, you know, our bodies don't change and start to function. They do start to function differently at different ages. And, um, and what we can do to really support that from this preventative mindset is, um, I think it's really empowering. Yeah. Important and empowering. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So thank you for sharing that. I feel like you're a wealth of knowledge. We could pick your brain on all this stuff. (laughs) for, for so long, maybe we'll have to do a part two at some point. And I, I know, yeah. And I've definitely learned a lot from you today and I'm excited to explore more about this world, um, and join Erica in her, in her depths (laughs) of, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to make my husband start taking the tinctures too. I told him, I was like, you have to put them in your coffee every day. Cause, um, (laughs) he's been eating. It's so funny. Like the influence, like he was like you, Allie, he didn't like love the texture. He's a big texture person. But ever since I started telling him about the health benefits, he eats mushrooms all the time. Like he'll even like, you know, put it on his pizza, even if it's like pizza, but like (laughs) he'll get mushrooms in wherever he can. But, um, yeah, I'm going to, I mean, I was like, just put a tincture in your coffee, babe, every morning. Um, but I was going to ask, is there anything else before we start to wrap up that you would love our audience to know about mushrooms? Like anything else you want to just like nerd out with us about, um, that you feel like people should know or something maybe that's exciting you, right now for the future of, of mushrooms? Ooh, I mean, we, 
we just brushed the surface. So there's so much more to say. Um, I think so two things. One of the pieces that you kind of touched on briefly around how mushrooms can help our environment, I think is a really cool and up and coming uh, area of bioremediation, which is using nature-based technologies to um, to help our planet to basically um, remediate pieces within our ecosystems that have like gone awry due to climate change or human intervention. And so that's where I always find mushrooms to be so, so fascinating um, because of their, so like, you know, you have a wildfire somewhere in the world or you know, often we have them all over California um, and a lot of it is due to climate change. And so w- what happens in those, in those wildfires are like, as, as these fires move through industrial locations and there's tons and tons of chemicals that are like, that are just fly into our atmosphere. There's a lot of mushrooms that come up after these, after these forest fires. And I always find this to be so fascinating, which is that these, these mushrooms are so, so powerful. And why they're so powerful is because they have the ability to secrete these really powerful enzymes. And those enzymes are basically critical for the entire way that they interface with life. And so we think about mushrooms and what's really cool about them is that they lie at the interface of life and death with all species. All, all life forms on our, on our earth. And what they do is they can, there, there are like few materials, I'm, I'm not even able to quote one, um, though I'm sure it exists, but there are few materials that fungi can't secrete enzymes to absorb. And so that's what's happening with, with these like micro remediation technologies that a lot of people are getting pretty excited about. Oyster mushrooms are amazing for, for this micro remediation, um, really fast to grow, really easy to grow and can transform landscapes. And so these mushrooms are bioaccumulators, which means that they're secreting these enzymes and all they wanna do is turn that into a food source. And that's what enzymes do. They break it down and they, they, they digest it and it turns into a food source and they continue to grow. Um, so I think that that is so incredible. There's mushrooms that can digest plastics. There are mushrooms that can digest radioactive materials. And these are not mushrooms we would want to consume afterwards, obviously, but they're like bioaccumulators of heavy metals and a lot of these chemicals. And so that's a really exciting area of how we can start to use these mushrooms to support um, environments that need fast action and, and remediation and just like, you know, our soil health is like a whole other conversation. Um, but yeah, that's one piece. And then there's just so many industries that fungi are moving into and offering really innovative solutions for. Um, and in the early 1900s, like that also happened with the introduction of penicillin and and really like the introduction of modern medicine with that discovery. So just across history, they have been such a, yeah, a critical partnership that we've been able to form. And now, of course, as we start to consider some of the implications of the like mental health crisis and where that has led us and, and where we need to find solutions there, there's also, you know, all of this, 
uh, exciting research and possibility being done around the use of psilocybin in therapeutic session in therapeutic settings to really help heal these like deeply the deeply traumatic wounds of our time and and of what people are facing and what the challenges of being a modern human. Yeah. Thank you so much. I agree. We didn't even get into talking about, um, sort of like the psilocybin the, the, and the psychological stuff yeah. today. Um, but that would be a fascinating part too, um, at some point. And totally. yeah. so thank you so much. You know, as we wrap up, we always ask our guests three wrap up questions. Yay. So the, the first one <laughs> for you is, um, you are a busy, busy woman with lots going mm-hmm. on. How do you take care of yourself? What does your daily self-care look like? And do you have any non-negotiables in there? Mm-hmm. My non-negotiables are, I practice Kundalini yoga and that never has something been so powerful for me. And um, so that is how I take care of my like every single day, take care of my mind and body and soul. And it connects me to everything I need in terms of my inspiration and the stillness and quiet that I so desperately desire. And that is like so far and few between with running a business. Um, so this year, my my newest practice has been waking up around 536 and having a pretty like, like you know, and Every day is not perfect, but it's been consistent this year and having like a pretty luxurious 45 minute to 50 minute Kundalini practice. So that's my, that's my daily. And then I have, I've spent so much time like developing really solid habits. So my habits are really supportive with the food I eat and the water I drink. Um, And those are just like the basics, but really honestly, as an entrepreneur, what has made the biggest difference and something I recommend to anybody and everybody is to meditate and to really find that because nobody's going to give us that stillness of mind. It doesn't exist in our culture. And so we have to create that time. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. Allie and I met through our Buddhist practice, um, like eight years ago. So we, and we chant so similar, but we have a, we chant, so we chant, um, morning and evening. So very similar, our non-negotiables. What are, before I go into the second question, Allie knows I ask this now every time it's becoming like a, (laughs) a, a question, but do you know your, um, sun, moon and rising sign, or at least your sun sign in astrology? I'm, I'm a cancer or sorry, I'm a, I'm a Taurus, which makes a lot of sense with the mushrooms, um, earth sign. So I'm a Taurus sun, a Libra moon and cancer rising. Wow. That's beautiful. What a beautiful combination (laughs) Thank you (laughs) for sharing that. I'm a, I'm a Libra Aquarius Capricorn and Allie is a triple, (laughs) Allie's a triple Aries. So (laughs) she's, I love the triples too. Wow. Yeah, I know. I found out when I found that out, I just like, I'm sorry, (laughs) everybody. Just yeah. like rammy, ram, ram in all the areas, but it works. Um, I love it. I love, <laughs> I love my better. triple Aries partner. <laughs> um, yeah. So the next question we really always ask is what does being courageous mean to you? That's a good one. Courage to me today is strong boundaries, trusting my intuition, and 
reminding myself that the truth that I'm seeking is ultimately within me and that that is not something that I will find in the media or um, in the outside world and that there is a version of truth that is in our bodies and in our lived experiences that is very valid and, and that it's courageous to step into that truth and to show up and be that and to be courageously yourself is is a is like a big task absolutely thank you i always love hearing um people's answers to that one and then the final one is do you have a book recommendation for our listeners it can be on anything it doesn't have to be on mushrooms um but just something that's meant something to you along your journey Mm-hmm. I, I think so. Something that I talk about a lot with everybody, um, and especially with young, young, younger generations, um, is that I really, really believe that everybody has a unique purpose. And when we step in, when we find that and step into it, we, it is like the calling of a lifetime. And, and it really is like the hero's journey of stepping into your own life with that intention. And so I had a book that showed up at my doorstep when I really needed it. It literally showed up at my doorstep um, and it's called The Great Work of Your Life and probably one of my favorite like books of all time, especially for people that are trying to navigate what they want to do or what they feel their purpose is and want a deeper connection to that. It was like huge, a huge hugely transformative part of my journey. Thank you so much. And, um, if anyone wants to find you, follow you buy some rainbow, where can they do that? Yeah. So, um, we are at rainbow.com, uh, and it's rainbow is spelled without the W. So R A I N B O dot com on, on the web internet and we're at Rainbow Mushrooms on Instagram, and then you can find me at Tanya Papanikolov, which I won't spell, but you'll, they'll be able to see in the in the show. And those are typically the best places to reach out. Thank you so much, Tanya. It was such a pleasure having you today. Thank you so so much for having me. I love love these conversations, and yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week. Subscribe, rate, and write us a nice review. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness or get in touch via our website, www.courageouswellness.net, where you can also find additional info about our health coaching services, virtual group events, newsletter, and more. Until next week, I'm Allie and I'm Erica and we're Courageous Wellness.